Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right. Welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen. And today I want to do a little follow-up on experience and If you don't know, I have a book that I wrote called Total Experience Design. It's called How to Stand Out in a Crowded Market, and it covers 10 points to designing a high-level experience. Now, through the process of going through the 10 points, and I'll give you a few of those points, the, the first point is that everyone creates an experience whether they know it or not. And this is something that I want people in my organization to know and understand, that everyone's responsible for the experience that people have within the organization. And this could be the internal experience as well as the external experience. Another one is how important leadership is to designing a high-level experience because really at the heart of experience is intention. And I can't I can't design a high-level experience if I haven't designed and really put some intention uh, forth through what that experience is going to look like. Another one is that experience The internal culture is the caretaker of the external experience, which basically means that I want everyone within my organization functioning at a high level, treating each other right. And when these things happen, it allows for the opportunity for our customers, patients, clients to enjoy and experience what we have to offer at the highest level. But there's one piece that I think gets overlooked, and this came up when I was uh, at a talk recently, and I was talking with someone about this afterwards, and they said, you know, my spouse is really good at doing the technical work of his job, which makes him good at running his business and delivering experience, but where my spouse falls short is in communicating and and really engaging the person that they're working with at a high level. And this really, when, when, when this person brought this up about their spouse, it really made me think about how important the emotional aspects of the experience are. And this is something that I experienced in my own coaching career. When I very first started coaching and consulting, I had a really hard time getting people to continue coaching and really engage throughout the year process that we had set forth. In fact, it was very rare for someone to finish coaching with me for the year. And I I found it really perplexing. Now, at first I thought, well, gosh, maybe these people just, you know, maybe they're needing coaching for a reason and they're just not engaged at a high level. And maybe that's just what it is. And I I couldn't figure it out. But I I had a conversation with with an old client of mine and he told me, that how challenging it was to work with me just from an experience of, you know, he said a couple of things that really stood out to me. The first thing was the fact that he just felt like he was drinking from the fire holes all the time and it was just so overwhelming. So the first thing was, and I recognize this, is that I overwhelmed people when I worked with them. The second thing was, is he said, I felt like shit about myself every time I got done talking to you. And My approach to coaching, and I could totally see how someone would feel that way, because my approach to coaching was to just tell people what they needed to get done and just give them the the God's honest truth. I don't want to bullshit them. I don't want to tell them that they're doing great when they're not. I wanted to give them 
the truth. But unfortunately, with the truth, there there might have been a lack of grace there. And there certainly was a lack of delivering it in a hopeful way. And that conversation really helped me frame my own coaching experience that now includes giving people manageable steps and meeting them where they're at to make sure that whatever stuff we're working on is is stuff that they feel like they can get their arms around, that they feel good about. And part of this is really just making sure that I include people in the process as I'm going through things with them. So that thing, that's very important. The second piece to it was making sure that people felt like champions when they were done talking to me. And this has nothing to do with blowing smoke up someone's ass and telling them things that they want to hear. It has everything to do with just letting people know that we all have things that we need to work on. We all have areas where we're not perfect and that's okay. And we're working on it now and we'll get it handled and we'll move it forward in the direction that it needs to be moved in and we'll all feel good about it. And we can feel good about the progress that we're making, even if it's not the perfection that we're looking for. I really lack that in my own coaching. And as I've really developed that and worked on that over the years, it's very rare that I don't have a client finish a process and and go through and, and complete the things that they need to complete, not just getting them done, but actually getting them done at a high level. So the clients that I have not only feel better about the process, but they also get really good results as a, a, a at the same time, which is a real plus there. Uh, in fact, in my business, it's a must. So think about this for your own business. How are you making people feel? How are you designed to make that feel? Uh, how, are, how, are, how are things designed to, to, to get that feeling across to the people that you're working with? And this is really important because you can be the best in the world at what you do, but if you do it in a way that's abrasive or is just not connecting with people, it's going to be really hard to drive the kind of results in that process that you're looking to drive. So think about this. Here's a few things I want you to think about. As you look at how do I drive the emotion behind this, and and the first thing is is to understand what people's goals are and to meet them where they want to be met. What is your goal? Where do you want to go? Okay, I'm I'm going to walk out to you, I'm going to meet you where you're at, and I'm going to help you bring along, I'm going to help you get brought along to this process. If you can do that, now I've got someone that I'm working with, I'm not working against them. It's not me against you, it's not my judgment, it's not what I'm trying to do to make you feel terrible about yourself, it's really just about helping you along that journey. The second thing is, is speaking truth but doing it in a graceful way. So Look, I think there's always a time to be honest with people about their performance and where they're at, especially when they've asked you for that help or they've paid you for that help. But at the same time, there's a way to do that that's uplifting and inspiring, and there's a way to do that that uh, has that person walk away thinking that maybe they can't do what it is that they want to do. And we never want someone that we're working with to walk away feeling that way, and I don't care if that's an employee or a client or a patient or whoever it is. So think about how you can really speak truthfully, but also gracefully. But there's a flip side to this too. And, and, and a lot of people have a hard time with the with speaking truth. And so all they do is give grace. And that's not helpful either, because if we do that too much, people aren't getting results and we allow people to fail when we do that. So we've got to have both of those things. It's so important. A third thing is just painting the picture, the vision. And I see companies do this wrong all the time. 
when we don't communicate the big picture, not only to our team, but also to the, to the people that we work with, letting them know, here's what we're doing. Here's how it looks. Here's what I want to accomplish today. Uh, here's what I want you to look for. Here's what we're trying to do. If you don't have that big picture put in place there, people don't understand why, why they're doing what they're doing. And, and when they don't understand the big picture, the holistic picture of what you're doing and why you're doing it, and why it's important and why it's a superior solution, the minute someone else comes along with a shinier, slicker, better thing, that person's going to jump to that thing. Even if it's something that's not aligned with their goals or isn't superior to what you're offering. And it's because someone else did a better job of inspiring them and painting the big picture for them so that they could see it. And if we're not doing that, at a high level, that's what happens. We lose employees, we lose clients, we lose all these relationships when we don't paint that big picture. And, and so think about that for your own business. How, how are you doing that? Are you communicating that? Do, do people understand that? The, the next thing I think is education. Educating people. When someone is educated, they are empowered. And they're not susceptible to other things. And they, they now feel, they feel good about themselves because you've given them the tools and knowledge to be successful with or without your relationship. And when, when I've got a relationship with a client, I don't want them to be dependent upon me. I want to make them independent of me. But I still want them to feel like that the relationship is valuable and that they want to be involved uh, in a coaching relationship with me because I'm, I continue to give them the tools and the, and, the, and the inspiration that they can do it and they can push their business and themselves to the next level. I think that's important. And we can do that by educating people. We never want to stop educating people on what it is that we're doing and why it's important to their life. Education is so important. And the last thing is just connecting. And I think a lot of connecting is about vulnerability if we really want to create the emotion behind what we do, we have, to be a, we have to be vulnerable about what we do. This is why at the very beginning of this podcast, I want to share with you, I wanted to share with you my own shortcomings as a coach. You know, as I look back on my coaching career over the past seven years, I recognize my first couple of years of coaching were a little rough. They were a little rough. There's a lot that I learned. Um, I probably learned more than I taught during that time about what works, what doesn't, what makes people tick, what keeps them inspired, what helps them move forward with results, what doesn't help them. And that's taught me a lot about myself. And when I started coaching, I thought I knew a lot about it because I'd been doing operations, I'd been coaching team members. But uh, what I realized is I didn't know as much as I thought I, I knew. And now, uh, you know, it, it's important to be open all the time about what you can learn and being vulnerable, vulnerable about those things that you have learned and where you've fallen short uh, is important. And obviously, you've got to be appropriate with your vulnerability. And I don't have time to really get into what that looks like today. There are probably certain things that you shouldn't share in certain contexts. But being vulnerable is so important. Letting your Because one thing I don't want people to know or understand, and this is why I always share shortcomings as a coach, as a leader in organizations, is because I don't want people to think, well, gosh, Brandon's just always been good about at this. He's always had it figured out. He's always had his crap together. You know, good for him. That's just not me. I don't want people thinking that. I want them to know, hey, you know what? I've been a broken person a lot of times in a lot of different ways, and this is how I've overcome it. This is how I've worked through it. And if I can do it, you can do it too. 
I want people to know that. And we can't we can't get there with people if we're not willing to be vulnerable about what it is that we're working on and, and why we're working on these things and, and what we're trying to accomplish or what we've learned through these processes. When we can do that, we can inspire others through our story to do to, to become something better than they are. And that's what we want. When we're working with people through our business, we want to inspire people that they can be better than what they were before. So think about how you can use some of those tips that I talked about to really connect with people on an emotional level, not just a fact-based, knowledge-based, straightforward level, but a, an emotional level that will really help people engage in your service and your products at a level that you never thought possible. So I hope you found this week's uh, podcast valuable. If you thought it was great and you want other people to uh, experience this as well, please rate the show on iTunes. Share it with uh, friends and colleagues and people that you think would benefit from this. And if you have any questions, go to New Work Revolution and hit me up uh, and let me know what uh, questions you have. I'll get back to you for sure. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. This is Brandon Allen from the New Work Revolution podcast. I am signing off. I will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.